Welcome to the No Fungi, No Future podcast. In these episodes, we interview experts in the field to gain a deeper understanding of the magical and mysterious networks of mycelia that are all around us, to learn how they impact our lives and the planet. In this episode, we have the second part of our interview with Chef Sri, who is Chief Culinary Officer at Sempura Organics. Chef Sri was also the executive chef at Taj Compton Palace in San Francisco, where he earned two Michelin stars. In this episode, we discuss his advice for improving your home cooking, how to get inspiration from nature and local surroundings for your recipes, and the connections between art and cooking. You know, what advice would you give to the average person to be able to improve their cooking? If Let's say they're at a basic level and they want to... You mean home cooking? Yeah, home cooking, yeah. Home cooking, I always say, keep it simple. I mean, don't don't overdo anything. Don't try to become a restaurant. You're cooking at home because when you're cooking at home, you cook at home. Don't try to make it a restaurant out of it. If you want mm-hmm. to go to a restaurant and just then either call a chef to your home or actually go to a restaurant and have your food. But at home, you just treat your ingredients simply. Just uh-huh. simmer it in the salted water <laughs> and just saute it in a little bit of um, ghee or a little bit of olive oil or, you know, uh, keep it simple kind of a thing. And if, if you're making a good curry, just just get a good recipe. Today, you, you, you have access to recipes from all over the place. Most important thing is buy the best possible ingredients. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's. That takes care of your 50% of your problem. You know, you just buy mm. the good ingredient, buy good ingredients from good place, from a farmer's market, or I'm talking about America here. Uh, in back home, it is much, much more easier. And yeah. buy from your local farmer, buy from your local shop, support the local guy, uh, use uh, the best ingredients possible, try and shop every day. If you're making mm. a spice mix, try and not blend the spices, keep the spices whole. Keep as a blend, keep it whole, and blend it when you need it because you get your full uh, potential of that. Uh-huh. Try and not buy powdered spices. Buy buy the whole and just quickly have a very efficient uh, spice blender or a coffee blender at your home because so uh-huh. that you can just uh, you don't have to make it for like two hundred portion, which you know you never cook that much portion. You, you people make these portions and keep it. They never end up using. It's right. like buying gift cards. You know, you keep <laughs> buying gift cards and you nobody and you give it to people. People never spend it on the restaurant. Restaurants enjoy it. But anyways, similarly, <laughs> uh, just yeah. try and uh, keep the spices whole, buy the buy fresh ingredients, use the simplest technique, pull a recipe out of uh, for yourself on, online or ask, you, uh, ask your chef friend or, a, or, a, or, a, or anybody for that and make yeah. simple things. Try yeah. not to do complicated stuff. You won't enjoy it because by the time you finish cooking, you're already sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, I read also in some of the online articles that you get inspired by nature or something that happens by chance uh, as an inspiration for some of your, you know, your recipes and things like that. Can you can you walk us through a few examples of that? Like, how did something in nature inspire you to try something? <laughs> so uh, my somebody asked me last time uh, if I was not a chef, what would I do if I have a choice? I mean, I I would go. I mean. I'd probably be homeless if I just be a gardener, but I gardener would be my choice, second choice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I love gardening. I enjoy mm. gardening. I don't do this a lot these days because of the timing and stuff, how much time I have and stuff like that. I still I enjoy. Uh, I'm looking at my little backyard with a bunch of different flowers and fruits and all this stuff, but um, I love gardening. I mean, I grew up in a backyard of many spices and flowers and fruits and stuff like that. It's a natural thing. Uh, for me, uh, because 
with the virtue of just growing up in these kind of places, you already you you tend to become that. I think I don't know. Nah, maybe not because my brother is not. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I don't know. Uh, but I am like that. Uh, so because of that, I tend to enjoy connecting my cooking and associating my cooking always with what's around me and mm -hmm. where I am, time and place and all those things matters to me a lot when it comes to my cooking. Mm -hmm. uh, for example. I'll give you a simple, silly example. I mean, I we use banana leaf as your base in in South Indian food, like okay. to put a banana leaf on it. Uh, this was a conversation with me yesterday with one of my chefs in uh, one of my restaurants that was talking. I said, "Let's use maple leaf because it's it's fall and it's it's, like, it's right next to us. Why don't we use maple leaf? Mm -hmm. It's a connection you make automatically. I don't do anything. It's I think it just comes to me naturally, and a lot of people who has this." This, this habit where you tend to just so you look around and say, oh, shoot, mm. there's maple leaves there. Let's use that. I mean, it, it kind of gives you a strange kind of satisfaction because you feel that you're you are you're friendly with the nature kind of a thing. <laughs> you're, you're you know, you're fall. Okay, let me just be a little more fallish. Yeah. Uh, and you know, let me use what is available next to me rather than getting from somewhere. It doesn't mean I don't get banana leaf from somewhere else, but your first uh, feeling for that is that is that oh shoot I want to get that uh, let, let's use that kind of right, situation. Right. So that is a simple way to explain it, uh, and I yeah. do a lot of this thing using. For example, if I see in spring, if I see a lot of sprouts around the place, things sprouting up on the floor, you tend to think about it. Okay, let's do a dish with all these sprouts on a little pot or whatever it is. I created a, I cre once upon a time I created a dish called a spice pot in Canton Place when I was there. It's an appetizer, mm -hmm. which is based on a chart, uh, what you get on roadside, uh, dahi chart or whatever it is, you know. Uh, you know, uh, so I, I built a whole uh, sprouting greens on top of this and made it almost look like a, uh, you're enjoying a little fresh little garden, but enjoy, yeah. I mean, having a, a taste of a chart kind of a yeah. thing. So all those things, association is, it's, I think it comes naturally. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of what you're describing sounds artistic to me also. There's an artistic <laughs> element to it. And I'm just wondering uh, your thoughts on, you know, uh, were there any artists that you are inspired by or that you, you know, that influenced you in any way? Or do you see a connection between art and what you're describing, the, the cooking? So honestly, I didn't grow up, I didn't grow up in a, uh, in a, in a, uh, what is it called, in a family or in a uh, environment where we, where we, we were taught to enjoy art uh, mm -hmm. because the, uh, Art was above us uh, at that point because financially as well as uh, the access to art was not that. Now I see things that I just, mm. I, I, I've started enjoying it, not in particular uh, anybody, but, uh, but, but uh, going back to the, the uh, first part of the question, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, what is art? I mean, to me, art is, anything is art. I mean, to me, anything yeah. you do on anything is an art, but the 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 enjoyable thing in artistry of anything is you don't have to follow rules right uh, that's the most important thing i find uh, uh, you know uh, enjoyable in it because this exactly the same thing i was always I could not do anything I did. I could, I could, I could not have done anything I did if somebody was looking over my shoulder all the time. Uh -huh. You know, I I wouldn't be able to do it because I had the opportunities working with Taj Hotels or working for anybody or working for myself. Now, I never had anybody supervise me 
in a big time after me getting to a level where I can do it. Before, yes, I was when I was young, growing up, a lot of people supervised me, there were chefs of me. But yeah. that part of it, it was probably made, it took me this far. I mean, brought me this far. And yeah. so uh, going back to your question, uh, mm. doing a lot of things without rules uh, mm. really helps. And that qualifies to be an art, I feel. Mm-hmm. Could be, yeah. Say yeah. cooking, say it on a canvas or say it on a table, say it on sand. It doesn't matter. But um, the being, uh, being um, not putting in too many rules on anything actually makes things enjoyable for me. It also, it also is an artistry. I mean, right. I, I, I enjoy the thing called in, J- Japan, in Japanese, they call it wabi-sabi, you know, enjoying the imperfections, uh-huh. yeah. they call it, yeah. because I, I really enjoy that. I mean, I, no. I, I love the whole imperfection part of it. I don't, more than looking at the perfection thing of it, uh-huh. there is perfection. You will never reach a perfection. That's a different thing. You always, right. always work towards perfection of certain things, but you yeah. just never reach that perfection part. But yeah. I really enjoy the imperfection part of the story. Wow. Thank you. That's interesting. We hope you enjoyed this episode featuring our conversation with Chef Sri. Be sure to look out for our next episode coming out soon where we will continue this conversation. Until then, be sure to get some healthy mushrooms into your diet. Also, please take a moment to like and subscribe to our channel and drop us any comments. Your feedback is most welcome. Thanks for listening.